0: Welcome to Toxic Sips Podcast. I am Jess. (laughs) And I'm Setsy. Oh right. (laughs) I'm sorry. No
1: with a twist. With a twist. I'm so used to just doing the rest. (laughs) Today is October 1st, which means that Toxic Six Halloween special. Yeah, we're coming in hot. (laughs) And I'm sure you all know by now, this is both of our favorite holidays. And we're really excited to be able to share all the stuff we've been working on behind the scenes with you all. So you'll be getting an additional episode each week
0: in the month of October, all themed around this spooky month. This season, we'll bring in twists and turns, rich history, films, games, spooky culture, and so much more. Yep. So we hope you
1: enjoy this as much as we do. And that being said, just one more note. Again, the same as always, we're not experts. So all the links to our sources, check it out in the description. That being said, let's get into the show. So as you know... We like to give backstories here at Talks Sip. So what would be more fitting than to give some history behind this magical holiday? It just came out of nowhere, right? It just came out of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> As I'm sure everyone knows, Halloween is celebrated on o- the 31st of October every year. It doesn't change. Uh, this tradition comes from the Celtic Festival of Sowin. And it looks like it would be pronounced Samhain, but it's actually pronounced Samhain. It's I've heard people pronounce Samhain. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this festival goes back to pre-Christian times in Ireland and other Celtic nations, for example, Scotland and Wales. And in is actually used as an indicator of, for the end of the summer and fall. So that being said, the festival was to bring the Celtic New Year, bring it in. So you know how there's a Chinese New Year, there's our New Year. It wasn't until like a few years ago that the Celtics would celebrate on December 31st to January 1st. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so for a while they would just still use Halloween as their new year. Oh. <laughs> so they rounded up cattle and they used some for meat during the festival and kept some for the winter. Uh, it's important to keep in mind this goes back to like 2,000 years ago. Um, they would dry and harvest fu- fruits, berries, crops, and grains so that they had them during the winter. And they would even bring some boats ashore just to have like a little escape route going Mm -hmm. just in case anything gets too crazy. Uh, Here's the sad part. Uh, If they had animals they thought wouldn't make it through the winter, either they were too weak, there was no space for them, or they just didn't want to put the food aside for them. They would kill them and then make them a part of the feast. To them, that was like just kind of celebrating their life because they were going to eat them and like they would become one with them. So it wasn't like... Just inhumane yeah. slaughter. <laughs> and it's a part of their culture, so that's fine with them. And I yeah. it's I wouldn't do it, but <laughs> I, I get too attached.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I helped kill a rooster once. Did you? And that was when I was somewhere between 9 and 13 I don't remember. I just know some neighbor across the street in like a house full of duplexes behind them. Uh And she was like, hey, so we're going to be making, I don't know what she said, like some type of pozole or something. She's like, yeah, I just need you to help me with the food. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I wasn't even connected to them, really. Uh It was my sister who was dating her son at the time Mm -hmm. who she had kids with and they have baby mama drama. (laughs) Anyway, I just come over and she said, I need you to hold this rooster down. Oh, no. And she freaking beheaded it, man. How old were you? I'm telling you, somewhere between, like, 9 and 13. Oh, no.
1: Trauma. <laughs> that would have been traumatizing. <laughs> no, I think my dad and my grandpa tried to convince my mom to... It was for one of my birthday parties, and it was, like, when I was young. They wanted to kill the pig there in front of everybody Ugh. and then have fresh carnitas. Oh, carnitas. My carnitas. I can't roll my eyes. Carnitas. So. Carnitas. <laughs> carnitas. Back to this offerings (laughs) of food and drink. They were left at these great feasts and festivals. And this practice was believed to appease ancestral spirits who might visit at this time of the year. So after the whole festival and the feast is done with whatever's left over, they went and gave it to the poor. So it was common for there to be bonfires at the festivals. This is to mark the Feast of Sowin, but also to ward off evil spirits. Uh, and sometimes they would even put two like huge bonfires right next to each other and they would have cattle walk between the two fires. Uh, I don't know like if they would literally be <laughs> touching the fire, yeah. but they believe that this would cleanse and prevent them from getting fleas and lice during the winter. In the great words of Dave Chappelle,
0: modern problems I and mean modern <laughs> solutions.
1: Yeah, so I'm assuming if it was, like, close to mm-hmm. them and they were touching the fire, like, maybe it would burn
0: mm. the lice and fleas. Make them jump out or something because yeah, too hot in but there. but also it's, like, those poor
1: I know, <laughs> they're, like, singling their hair. <laughs> Here's when the costumes come in, though. The Celtic people would gather around the bonfires and use the costumes made from animal skin to disguise themselves. I'm assuming it's the same animals that they were just using for the feast because yeah. they didn't really let anything go to waste. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so, And again, it goes back to that whole like honoring them and not mm. just... So going into the more spooky side of the festival, even though it's pretty spooky already, mm-hmm. <laughs> in ancient Ireland, Samhain was the divider for the darker half of winter and the lighter half of summer. So they believe that this time of the year, the what they call the great divide between our world and the other world was at its thinnest. Mm. Because it's it, it's worded a little weird. It says at its thinnest because there's more chances of the creatures from the
0: other world to come in. So really, it's a bigger opening. <laughs> oh, kind of like they say, the witching hour, you know, your body and you're pretty much, you can die at 3 a.m. You're the most ha- vulnerable. Yeah, I have a funny story about that. My It was during a
1: Halloween time. It wasn't on Halloween, mm-hmm. but one of my aunts, I used to share a room with her and my sister, and she wasn't home yet because she went to a Halloween party. And I was just, I was staying up late because I was just, I was a teenager. Yeah, what else? <laughs> and... On the dot at three o'clock, our power went out and my aunt wasn't there. And I was like, oh, no, like it's happening. So I like threw the blanket over me and I just fell back asleep. Yeah, I I can't see you. You can't hurt me. (laughs) Yeah. So the next morning, my aunt was in her bed and I was like, I walked up to her. I'm like, I think I think the devil came yesterday. (laughs) She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, at three a.m. on the dot, like the lights went out (laughs) and she's like, Oh that was me. I crashed into a telephone pole or not a telephone pole, one of those poles with all the electrical things on. Uh-huh. It. She crashed into it and it shut all the power off within a few blocks. She cr- was fine. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she was fine, but she crashed into that, and that's what caused the
0: lights. She to go said, out. "Oh no, that was me. I just <laughs> yeah. got in a car accident. <laughs> yeah. Took out the power for the whole block. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Glad you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Question
1: mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this. Yeah. So fairies, spirits, ghosts—they could all come in at their own like pleasure. Mm. <laughs> like, oh hey, hi, I'm back, or. I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) A fear of the Celtics was that these spiritual beings could possibly trick humans into going into their world, which would result in the humans being stuck there. Because for humans, it works differently. If you're there, you're not coming back. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Since they are more magical and more spiritual, they can not toss and turn. They can go in and out as much as they please, as long as it's open. I think they had this all this fear all year round because i believe they said that if even if they were still in the other world they can play like mind tricks to make you see something that you want to see and you would willingly walk into it so imagine if they got out they'd be able to like actually physically be there and be like oh
0: yeah like come on and you're like (laughs) no
1: (laughs) So that's a pretty big, uh, I would be scared too. Yeah, super scary. (laughs) Ghosts, fairies, and inhabitants of the supernatural realm could easily pass into our world. And the wearing of costumes and masks as disguises and protection from harmful spirits became associated with the festival of Soen and Halloween. This is how our current custom of dressing up to trick or treat began.
0: Oh, so then you'd be playing them like you think you're playing me, but yeah. I'm playing you. It's like
1: I'm dressed up in this weird animal skin, mm. so I'm not human. <laughs> so you can't mess with me. Yeah, so I'm I just one of you. Scurry along and find another <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's very, very um, the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. When yeah. they cover themselves and in they in guts. guts and blood, <laughs> and I'm a zombie too, zombie. Yeah. So you think they'd be able to smell like their living tissue? I, I would. Think- yeah. I guess it depends on how.
1: But zombie. Know if zombies if they're nostril.
0: <laughs> I mean, get, like, I guess those zombies are dumb too. Yeah, they're not runners, like the 28 day later ones. That's true. So, yeah. um, and also interesting that only they only come in at a weird time. Yeah, I mean they could come in any
1: time of the year, but it's more they just don't want to work really hard opportunity mm-hmm. at this time because it's like it's if you're trying to squeeze in through a small little crack, mm-hmm. and then this one time of the year, it's like wide enough for you to fit through oh. yeah mm-hmm. so it's possible for any other time of the year it's just they're more scared of this year yeah 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of their legends claims that a wailing woman of the fairy realm named the banshee could be killed by humans this time of year and i mean if i was a spirit you know i'm just trying to live my spirit life <laughs> and each year humans would like try to kill me and if it was true and i could be killed i'd I'd be crying too.
0: <laughs> I mean, but if she's wailing, bro, is it like a kid inside of an airplane where you're like, shut up? I don't know. Cause if it's like the like our version, La Llorona, mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like by the river. So <laughs> What if you're going swimming and you're having some brews and you're gonna go swimming in October? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. <laughs> in no. this time? <laughs> I mean, now it's more
1: believable in our time. <laughs> Global warming, but you know they had temperature back then. Different temperature. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't but I also don't know what she did. Cause if it's like La Llorona, she killed her kids. So that's wow, pretty man. bad. <laughs>
0: so what came first? The chicken or the egg, I man? Know. I don't know, Banshee. You tell it. <laughs>
1: There was also a magical large black horse that had red eyes named the Puka. And it would roam around the highways and the byways of Ireland during this time as well. This guy, he wasn't really like hurting anybody. You would just see him.
0: Trotting. Maybe it would inspired uh the headless horseman's horse.
1: It sounds like it, yeah. So bringing Catholics into the picture, because this is all based off of Christianity, the Mm. previous, the Catholic Church named November 1st to be All Saints Day. And it's a holy day of obligation. As the Irish converted to Christianity, they also continue to celebrate Samhain on the Eve of All Saints Day, or as we know it now, All Hallows Eve, Mm. or as we really know it now all of september is all
0: of, all of these. i mean <laughs> and all of october is halloween <laughs> i mean it's a year-round thing but it's hyper-focused in those two yeah. months
1: <laughs> have you seen the meme that's like we should have happy new halloween as january lovers halloween
0: in february oh my gosh <laughs> like they made the whole year <laughs> i've seen spring Springoween, ween <laughs> spring and summer-ween mm-hmm. and halloween yeah and uh well christmas I guess, I guess.
1: It said Merry Halloween. Merry Halloween, that's it. That sounds right. (laughs) Yeah, like they made one for all of the months. (laughs) I mean, I'm up for it. I'm I'm mad, I'm mad. Yeah. (laughs) So with all like, Halloween, just the name Halloween for this just came from that All Hallows' Eve. Mm. It's like, you know what sounds good with this? Halloween. Bam. (laughs) Yeah. In Ireland, people were warned to stay away from graveyards on Halloween. And if you didn't listen and you were still walking by them, if you heard footsteps, the number one thing was don't turn around. Like, but my only issue with that is what if it's a real person taking advantage of this, like, uh, conspiracy That they're not supposed to turn around. And it's like an actual person trying to kill somebody. (laughs) If you die,
0: (laughs) you die.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they say if you turn around and if it is a ghost, it'll give that ghost the opportunity to follow you home. Or any of the dead in the cemetery to follow you home. Uh, Like whatever it is that you're hearing those footsteps from, it's going to follow you home.
0: it's like disneyland all over again (laughs) after the haunted mansion (laughs) oh yeah
1: at the (laughs) end (laughs) so i'm not 100 percent sure if this also inspired day of the dead but people would leave food outside their doors to appease the dead and they would prepare for a visit from their dead relatives by leaving their front doors unlocked and leaving the fires burning just so that the house is ready for them to come back in so it sounds very similar not entirely like what we do on Day of the Dead, like mm-hmm. with the altar and everything, but I'm sure like some inspiration might have come from this. But
0: even in death, everyone really likes free food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: now we're gonna get
0: into the multiverse.
1: Mm. Are you ready? Spider Man? Spider Man and Halloween. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but not really. <laughs> The Irish believe the future and past align and happen at the same time, and on this one night, all time frames exist in the present. And I was actually thinking about this. Mm. Wouldn't that's technically kind of true? Because I forgot—is
0: it China that's their time is ahead of ours? Uh, yeah, pretty much. We're all we're we're behind the West Coast. That's why New right. York is three hours. I think France is seven. No, eight. Mm-hmm. Eight to nine hours.
1: So, are we the one that's like the most behind? We're
0: all the way behind. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, we would be considered the past, and then someone in the middle would be present, mm-hmm. and then
0: whoever's on the other side, future. Right. So, like right now in Australia and like Brisbane. is it technically tomorrow yeah it's (laughs) tomorrow like at 5 a.m right now
1: okay Uh yeah so i mean that part's true (laughs) but i think they believed in it like in an actual yeah everything's one so on halloween they they're like okay it's all aligned maybe just maybe we could see into
0: our future (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you could just call the homie up in a different country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they these people, they had druids and Celtic priests. Mm. Those were the ones that like people believed they could make predictions about the future. Not necessarily like their own, mm. but just in general about the community or the world. Like it wasn't easy for them to just be like, oh, yeah, you're going to I don't know, you're going to go to this place and like discover yourself yeah. <laughs> here. Um, but yeah, this sounds familiar to like our time now. Fortune tellers. So I've personally never been to one, but I do know of a few people that have, including Matt. But he believes that it was just like nonsense. Yeah.
0: Gibberish. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Because I know that some people like they really believe in that stuff. And I'm like, I'm one that believes that some people do have abilities to like, I don't know, go beyond just us. Mm. But I don't know if they would be doing like fortune telling stuff. Like, I feel like they'd be doing more with their abilities and just... Unless they're really greedy and they're just charging people. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to get married next year.
0: (laughs) Well, I feel like the people that legit take it serious and do have a possible connection Mm -hmm. to some type of spiritual situation like that Uh would probably know that people don't take them seriously. I'm sure. And I'm like,
1: I would think that they're doing more. Like, you know, those like demonologists and like Mm -hmm. people that actually study all of that stuff. I feel like they'd be working with them. Yeah, more so than have a shop set up in the middle of
0: right downtown. Downtown, Like, oh, it's gonna charge, I'm gonna charge you $45 for an hour, but if you Mm -hmm. come five times a week, the sixth one is free. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't think they're doing that, I don't think so. Not the rebies, not the real ones. (laughs) Nah,
1: by 43 AD, the Roman Empire conquered the majority of the Celtic territory and they combined two of their Roman festivals with the celebration of Sewin, and one of these festivals was. Faralia, and it was the when the Romans commemorated the passing of the dead. So everybody's own little version of Day of the Dead. The other was a day to honor Pomoma, who is the goddess of fruit and trees, who... You know the Halloween game bopping for apples? Yeah. Well, it's where... This is kind of where it comes from, because the symbol of Pomoma is the apple. Oh. Yeah, yeah that's
0: nasty. <laughs> yeah. I've
1: never... I've never been intrigued by that game. Like, why do I want to put my face in other people's saliva? Yeah. No. <laughs> America was a little late to the party of Halloween, but we got there eventually. So, as Halloween made its way over here, we put our little spice like the salt bay
0: spice salt bay
1: (laughs) we put it in there by including play parties and these were public events held to celebrate the harvest where neighbors shared stories of the dead they'd become fortune tellers and tell each other their fortunes i just find that so funny they're like
0: i'm only a fortune teller on halloween (laughs) you you know you so i've never gone to a fortune teller Mm -hmm. i could never do that my mom would Murder me. Uh huh. I, I, I'm in a very Christian household these days, and uh, yeah, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I do remember back in the day, way back uh, when, is it the the lines on your hand? Not even oh. that. No, this is more <laughs> ridiculous, actually. So we had our, you know, our friend Pablo. Mm-hmm. He's a drummer. Back in the day, I used to manage this band. I've always done something with music. Um, and so he was the drummer of that band mm-hmm. with his neighbor. And I think his neighbor's name was Louis. Okay. And his neighbor was older than us. Bald, 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 bald. Mm-hmm. And we used to have parties here at Matt's backyard all the effing time. Mm-hmm. Like his parents were like, we hate you guys. <laughs> but we love you guys. <laughs> and I remember we would all drink a little too much. And by the end of the night, there'd be like a bonfire situation. Mm-hmm. And I'd always go up to Louis's head like his head and I'd like massage it mm-hmm. and then I'd be like alright who wants your fortune told and I'd be like hmm and I'd full on go I'd be like Matt I think I think you're gonna get fat <laughs> and then he's like I don't care that you're making fun of my baldness because this feels nice <laughs> It's like I get a free head massage. Free head (laughs) massage, but I was like wasted, so I was Uh just bullshit.
1: (laughs) Well, you're one of those people that would have been like, "Yeah, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna do something." And
0: then I'm like, "You're gonna give me (laughs) five (laughs) dollars."
1: And be like, and that'll be an extra 50 just for the reading. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And there's a service fee, like an Uber and a convenience fee and the tax fee. I don't know what other fee I can come up with.
1: (laughs) In addition to the fortune tellers, they would also tell like ghost stories, just make it a little more spooky. So by the middle of the 19th century, Halloween wasn't celebrated everywhere in our country. And it wasn't until the second half of the century that Irish came, like, they were fleeing to America because of the Irish potato famine. Mm. So they helped get the country like to accept and partake in the celebration of Halloween so it's the I- the luck of the irish the luck of the irish <laughs> so i've told some of the origins to a few of the well-known things going down on halloween but what about trick or treating Well, Americans did go along with the costume traditions I had mentioned. But of course, we're greedy.
0: Mm. I'm kidding, but I'm not really kidding. We are incentivized, Cecilia. Yeah. We are opportunity takers.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: So they dressed up
1: in their costumes and went knocking on doors asking for either food or money. And imagine if instead of trick-or-treat, it was cash-or-treat. Like,
0: I mean, because then you
1: can go buy the candy you want. That's true, but... I'm not going to go take out a bunch of $1 bills. And <laughs> would like, where did this, whose book crack did this come out of? <laughs> so, I mean, I, the kids on my block would probably be disappointed, but mm. I try to get the good candy. You know, you can never go wrong with like a Snickers or something.
0: Yeah. For me, if I had to go candy route, three musketeers for sure. Really? Yeah. I don't know a lot of people that would choose three musketeers. They're so soft. Like
1: a <laughs> um, the distribution of soul cakes was encouraged by the church as a way to replace the ancient practice of leaving food and wine for roaming spirits. The practice, which was referred to as going a souling, was eventually taken up by children who would visit the houses in their neighborhoods and be given ale, food, and money. So I think we had a good reason to want money. (laughs) Uh,
0: Anytime. Yeah. Baby.
1: In England, they had this thing called All Souls Day parades going on. This is when poor citizens would go to families and beg for food. And these families would give them pastries called soul cakes. And they asked for – all they asked in return for the cakes was they would promise to pray for their dead family members – So, it seems like a pretty even trade. Yeah. (laughs) That being said, America wanted to stray away from the ghost stories and witchcraft. So, they decided on Halloween it would be more of a holiday to have get-togethers with your communities. So, alas, Halloween parties, as we know them now for the most part, were born. They focused on games, food, and costumes. I know, like, now we have, like, haunted houses and Mm -hmm. stuff. But... Like, if you think of Halloween party, I would think of those like bobbing for apples mm. games. It's like music,
0: dancing, nothing necessarily scary. Yeah. That's like the creation of spoopy instead spoopy. of spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got to remember this mic does not like when I use. So oh, <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> spoopy. <laughs>
1: parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of halloween celebrations and because of these efforts halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century throughout the 1900s it seemed to go back and forth with bringing the more scarier aspects back to halloween and just keeping it more censored for the whole community Mm -hmm. it was like Of course, there's always going to be two sides. They each want something different, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I feel like it's very doable to do both. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Trick-or-treating became a more popular thing when the kids that weren't getting treats were playing tricks on the houses. So like the houses that were getting, I mean, now it would be egging and TPing. I don't know what it was back then. Eggs and TPs are still
0: expensive these days. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So those houses are like, we're sick of this. We don't want any more pranks. Just give them the damn candy. Dude, post-pandemic, uh,
0: 2 P words. Yeah. Um, yeah, toilet paper right now? Yeah. A delicacy, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Another great thing,
1: depending on who you ask, I guess, uh, has, that has come from the holiday. It's the Halloween movies. Mm.
0: The Halloween Ooh. movies. I don't know if you guys can There see. you go. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm wearing one, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of slasher films and just, just horror movies in general. Uh, one of the biggest slasher franchises is... Halloween. (laughs) What a coincidence. Yeah. Um, This the first movie came out in 1978 and so far has come out with eight films following the original. This isn't including the Rob Zombie reboot in 2007 where he did two. And then we have the most recent reboot, which is a direct sequel to the first one. Mm, my gosh. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that one came out in 2018. Halloween Kills is coming out this month. And while doing the research, I saw Halloween ends, possibly. I did click on their IMDb page, and it said 2022. But the poster that they had as, like, the picture, mm-hmm. it says 2021. So I'm thinking maybe, like, it was a working title that they had it set up for. And then they're like... No, we're gonna do Halloween kills. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if it was another one after this one that's coming out this year.
0: I mean, people—it's just gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep happening. It's just gonna, until like, the end of time. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So who knows? Anywho, here's the short summary from Google about the original movie, because I have met a few people that just they know of these movies. They're just not into it. So they don't really know what happens in them. So if you are one of
0: those people. Well, Friday the 13th, right? The first one. Everyone thinks it's Jason, but it's actually Mrs. Voorhees. Spoiler alert.
1: (laughs) So here's the summary from Google. On a cold Halloween night in 1963, a six-year-old Michael Myers brutally murdered his 17-year-old sister, Judith. He was sentenced and locked away for 15 years, but on October 30th, 1978, while being transferred for a court date, a 21-year-old Michael Myers steals a car and escapes Smith's Grove. He returns to his quiet hometown of Haddonfield, Illinois, where he looks for his next victims.
0: And, you know, if you've been out to places like Illinois or Michigan... Or really anywhere, there's just a bunch of farms. I mean, there's not much to do out there. So going no, crazy not. and possibly murdering people, no, is like a hobby. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I mean, that's where a lot of the serial killer,
1: like real life serial killers, mm-hmm. work. Like, it's just because there's there all and in LA,
0: that <laughs> space. But the thing is that the LA killers, they're not like. Except for the one, what's his face? The night stalker. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the LA killers versus like the out in the middle of the Midwest killers, the Midwest ones are a lot more creative, they have the space for it. Yeah. But the LA killers are like a little hood and just like,
1: yeah. I don't know. I
0: think over there they have more time. That's (laughs) insane. To think everything out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, if you didn't know, this is Michael Myers. (laughs) He's called The Boogeyman. Mm. (laughs) Halloween has been the movie. Halloween. (laughs) It's a little tricky here, but I'm talking about the movie. The movie. Halloween has been a huge influence in franchises that followed, such as Nightmare on Elm Street, which is my personal favorite one friday the 13th scream and plenty of others basically all slashers at least take some inspiration from it whether they know it or not (laughs) of course it's not just horror movies that like the holiday has provided us with there's like family movies like hocus pocus halloween town beetlejuice one of my personal favorites nightmare before christmas and i don't know if anyone else remembers this movie uh it's called mostly ghostly it's an R.L. Stein story. Mm. It came out in 2008, and I was like, I was so upset because I used to watch it on Disney Channel, and I have Disney Plus, and I was looking for it the other day, and mm. it wasn't there. And I was like, What this? <laughs> Where the fuck <laughs> is this? False advertising. Movie? Yeah. They say all their movies are on here because I thought it was a Disney Channel movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Turns out, <laughs> uh, it's not a Disney Channel movie. Oh. They were just broadcasting it on Disney Channel, but I did see that it was on Hulu. Oh. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm well, gonna... there you go. You yeah. have
0: access.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a slight panic.
0: <laughs> where is this like, movie? Where now? is
1: it? <laughs> and it's like I have a feeling it's gonna be one of those that's like bad, but because I used to watch it so much as a kid, like that's
0: not gonna matter. That was Ghost Ship.
1: Yeah, for me. me too. <laughs> I was
0: like, oh man, if they had an Evanescence track playing at the end there when the big reveal happens, and I'm mm-hmm. like, nope, no Evanescence back there. I imagine that. Yeah, I was like. God, this movie is awful. Yeah. I, a, mm-hmm. The plot or like the writing is just like.
1: That's the remake of House of Wax for me. Oh, with Paris <laughs> Hilton. To, yeah, Paris Hilton, Jared Padalecki, mm-hmm. Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love watching that movie. And then I recently watched it. I'm like, this movie is bad. This is trash. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Alrighty. righty. That's it with your history lesson with me, Ceci, <laughs> about the origins and history of Halloween. I'm not done yet, though, mm. uh, because throughout one of the articles, I was pulling up information like they just had little Halloween facts scattered throughout it. So I was like, let me do some more digging and find do some, some more facts. Graveyard digging? Yeah. <laughs> so here's the first one. One quarter of all candies sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween that's a pretty good chunk. So the
0: what is it? What's one quarter? I'm gonna say the other quarters are gonna be, uh, Easter. Christmas time, Christmas, yeah, mm. Valentine's. That's a good one. Um, I said Easter. Easter, yeah, mm. okay. Yeah, because ain't nobody buying candy in summertime. It's hot. Yeah. Well.
1: No, they're buying, like, Popsicles and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> More pets are wearing costumes in the last few years. And I think this is funny because my sister, she dresses up our dog, Piper. Oh, my gosh. And I think last year, what was she? She was, like, a fairy or something. She Aww. was wearing a tutu. She's very, like, really? Piper's very, like, happy with it. She doesn't care. And the last time, I visited my grandma, like, a week and a half ago. Mm. And she is so excited. She's like, do you want to see the sweater I bought Gustavo? Because that's her chihuahua, Gustavo. So she comes out and it's a little sweater that has a rib cage and pieces of candy in it. And she was so excited. He's like, it's his Halloween costume. (laughs) Uh, Next one is candy corn was originally called chicken feed.
0: That's because it tastes like sheep.
1: I I assume because it looked like something like you would just. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. Because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Women used to play
1: Halloween games to learn about their future husbands. This is going back to the fortune tellers. The record for fastest pumpkin carving is 16.47 seconds. And this is done by Stephen Clark, a teacher from Pennsylvania. But. so i dug i dug hard (laughs) but i could not find a picture or a video of the winning pumpkin carving thing so i went to the guinness world records website and they didn't have a picture they had his name there but all it said was the jack-o'-lantern is required to have a complete face including eyes nose mouth
0: and ears so (laughs) well it's you ladies the lady listeners because you know You guys are FBI. Stephen (laughs) Clark, look for him on the gram. He's somewhere. Find him. Find find him and find that picture of the pumpkin that won. Mainly the pumpkin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now it's time to move into some more of the urban myths and legends surrounding the holidays. Spooky. Spooky. (laughs) So we're going to get serious for a moment um, because it's more likely for kids to be hit by cars on this night. Mm. So please watch out for the little ones, you know, even if you're driving or if you're just walking with them, maybe you're chaperoning or taking your kids out, your Mm. siblings, whatever, just keep an eye out on them, you know. So one of the biggest things that, comes up every year is the tampering with the candy.
0: Where are my drugs? I was looking for (laughs) drugs in here.
1: (laughs) So this can be if it's poisoning the candy or putting razor blades in them or apples now. I believe some people were like the razor blades are in the apples.
0: That (laughs) is awful. But also... How would you not see that though? How would... (laughs) uh, Right. An apple starts to rot once you go past the skin. Mm -hmm. Like how are you shoving something in there? But also... Potheads would love apples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for obvious reasons.
1: Unfortunately, there has been cases of, like, tampering with the candy. And, like you said the other day, it only takes one. It, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a case on Halloween where a kid died because of... They cut the pixie sticks open and they put, poi- like, rat poison or something Jeez. in there. Yeah, and the kid was, like, super young, so he didn't know. Um... But yeah, that's the one that they hear that story and they're like, check all your kids' candy. Yeah. Like, you never know. Yeah. Uh huh. But majority of the time, like, it's a hoax. Like, it doesn't really happen. And interesting, interestingly mm. <laughs> enough, some healthcare centers they offer X-ray screenings of the candy to make sure it's safe and hasn't been tampered with. Mm. However, like people have looked into that and like professionals, and they're like, yeah, this. It doesn't do anything. Like um, you can't really tell with these x-rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're like don't do it. Like they're telling these um centers that are doing it, they're like don't do it. You're giving the parents like false hope and then what if like there is something wrong with the candy? They could come after you. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're like just just stay out of it. Just stop offering these screenings.
0: Also, like healthcare in the US is trash. So, you know, it'd actually almost be fitting that they'd be (laughs) getting the food.
1: Personally, I don't think you could ever be too careful, especially with like stories you hear on the news and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's just for me. Um, For my future kids, I'll probably I'll take them trick or treating so they can enjoy the whole experience. And then when we get home, i like, you should probably go wash your hands and then just like get a secret bag of candy I bought, dump out the old one. And put it in the you new better one. be ready
0: with the mazapanes, yeah. the Tootsie <laughs> Rolls, the Pixie Stix. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And the only thing is, though, if somebody gives them like a actual like a big bars of candy.
0: I'm going to have to do something about that. I cut these up and wrap them in small packages for you. I was thinking about you. Portion control honey. Yeah. (laughs) Or like the big, um, the really, the Mexican candy. You're like,
1: oh, dang Uh, it. The
0: pelones. Yeah. Those really like big ones. Mm -hmm. So here's one
1: of the people that has done these kids dirty. In 1964, a woman named Helen Field gave children packages of insect traps (sighs) that clearly they were marked with poison, Uh, steel wool wool pads, and dog biscuits wrapped in aluminum foil. She said she had done this as a joke because she felt many of the children trick-or-treating at her house were too old to participate, which you're never too old.
0: First of all, (laughs) (laughs) madam. You need a pipe down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Madame feel. <laughs> so no children were harmed in this. She was arrested, though. Um, she was committed to a state hospital for observation because regardless, you're giving people poison. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ma'am, um, that's not okay. Yeah. And this whole thing made national news, which, of course, got people even more on edge. But. In the, in this particular article I was reading, like it argued that because of the higher risk of the car accidents, that's what the media should be putting their focus into more. Because mm. you know the news is always like, oh check your candy, like mm. they're poison, they're razor blades in them. Like like we said, it's a hoax <laughs> most of the time. So I definitely agree. It should be like they should be focusing on all of it as a whole because it's all things you should look out. For And even like you would think like, yes, it's a busy like people normally drive slow around the trick or treaters. Mm -hmm. But parties are going on on Halloween. Teens are drinking when they're not supposed to. Adults are drinking. (laughs) And everybody knows that you're not supposed to drink and drive or just drive under the influence in general. But there's always going to be those people that do because they're like, oh, I'm not that drunk.
0: It's fine. I can walk.
1: Yeah. Like. So it's always gonna be that, and you never want to risk that chance. So, no. mm-hmm. so I had to throw that in because we gotta keep our kids safe, man. And you know who else we need to keep safe? Who? Black cats. Oh, just cats. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there's already a superstition that black cats are bad luck. And if you didn't know, some people believe that if a black cat walks acro- across, that it's an omen of death. Mm. Not necessarily you're gonna die, but you're gonna something's gonna happen with death in your life. No. Yeah. So in the words of Michael Scott, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In this case, I don't buy any any of it. Like, they're just cats. Mm -hmm. In one of an older legend, people believe it's witches, like they could transform into black cats. And some even believe that witches reincarnated into black cats after their death. So... I mean, if you've seen Hocus Pocus, you might just run into Thackeray Binks.
0: Mm, (laughs) Poor kitty.
1: Either way, these guys are just animals. No need to treat them badly because of these myths. Because I know a lot of people, I don't know them personally, Mm. but I know that people stray away from getting black cats because of that. Like, they don't want to risk any bad luck.
0: But they're just little cats. (laughs) I mean, yes and no. (laughs) I mean, if you've ever owned a tuxedo cat, they're known to be like, the dickish of the cats. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like all cats just
1: like all those videos where you see it, like
0: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you were you brought up the example of the cat who's like cuddling with their parent, and <laughs> uh-huh. it has like the little paw, and it's like lovely. it's on the neck, on the uh-huh. <laughs> and then like oh, I'm gonna kill you.
1: Yeah, nah. the nails are like retract. Yeah, I'm gonna kill
0: you. <laughs> <Nah>.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, some of them are are lovers for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Let me take a quick sip. <laughs> <laughs> One myth. That yeah. sounds weird. One myth. <laughs> One myth. One myth that I hadn't heard of was Stingy Jack. And this is an Irish folktale that jack o come from. Mm. Stingy Jack was eternally doomed to roam the earth at, w- at night after making a deal with the devil. To guide his way, he lit a coal in a carved-out turnip. So that's where the whole carving jack o thing. People are like, we don't want to do turnips. We're going to do pumpkins. Mm. <laughs> and Jack. That's his name, Jack Leonard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a few versions of this story, but the one I saw went like this. Apparently, it was Jack's time to go, like,
0: <laughs> <Whoa>.
1: <laughs> and the devil was waiting for him in the forest. And he walked up to him.
0: He's like, it's your time,
1: man. You got to go. <laughs> and like, Jack Aw. is like, he's like, OK, but just just let me have one more drink.
0: Like, come on, bro. I just want one more vodka tonic.
1: Yeah. He, in all of these stories, same thing. He was an alcoholic. <laughs> so he's like, I just want one more drink. And the devil was like, okay. So he took the devil to like the nearest tavern. And, you know, they were getting drunk. Like the devil was drunk. He was like, I mean,
0: while in, instead of, what is it? win in Rome,
1: <laughs> while on earth. Yeah, that's funny. So Jack was able to like, he's used to this. He drinks a lot. Mm. The devil is not used to this. So he was pretending like he was super drunk with him. I mean, he was, but <laughs> I mean. he was a, um, what is it? A functional drunk?
0: Ah. Um. Yeah.
1: And so he was able to double cross the devil by he trapped him with a coin and he made a deal with him. If he If the devil would leave Jack alone for a decade, the 10 years, he would release him from the coin mm. and the deal was made. So it was a pretty strong coin. <laughs> it kept the devil like he couldn't do anything. He tried to like I guess, like, attack or kill him on the spot, yeah. and he just couldn't do anything. So lastly, the last myth we have, and for the end of this episode, we have Bloody Mary. Like the drink? The drink, I wish. <laughs> this myth, which I'm sure everybody has heard of, if you say her name three times while looking into a mirror, she'll appear. And there's many Wait. different...
0: Bad bitch, bad bitch, bad bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. No. <laughs> So, like, there's many different, like, what happens if she does show up. Um, there's, like, she'll just show up and she won't do anything. Or she'll show up, like, as your own reflection. Uh-huh. Or she'll show up and kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all based off of whatever you hear. I know that I never tried this because in elementary school, I was probably in first or second grade. Mm-hmm. And there was this one big girl's bathroom. Like, it was the main one. And there was a like sixth grader who came out. And she's like, yeah, I did the Bloody Mary thing. And she ended up showing up. Oh and I, I'm like, I'm not going in that bathroom anymore because I she's still in there. <laughs> never
0: again. Yeah, Cecilia never went back to that bathroom. Nope, I did not. But I feel like every dumb little elementary school kid has done this at one point or another. Oh,
1: I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, this was actually
1: based off of Queen Mary I of England who burned hundred, hundreds of... You said this yesterday. How do you pronounce this? Oh, again? Protestants. Protestants at the stake, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm just, I'm just not gonna mess with any of this. Nah. You know, like Ouija boards, all of that stuff. Like the aesthetic is nice, but I'm not gonna buy any of it.
0: Dude, we talk about how we hear about people's lives around us being dramatic, and we have no drama in our lives. Yeah,
1: I tend to keep it that way. I would like to, and I, I think it was my best friend's dad who bought a Ouija board Ugh. and he I might, I don't know if I'm I might, I'm probably confusing this, it probably wasn't him mm. but it was somebody mm. <laughs> Somebody, maybe even my uncle, I don't know <laughs> but he bought the Ouija board his mom found out she told him to throw it out, he did and then the next day it was sitting on their kitchen table
0: mm, see, see what I mean? Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm
1: like, that could have easily been like maybe somebody knew and they were just messing with them, but you never know <laughs>
0: You know, you just triggered me because I remember the story now of mm-hmm. this guy. His name was Evan, or somebody else. I don't even know. Whatever. Whole point is that he was messing around with that too, mm-hmm. and they had blinds, mm-hmm. and he said that like he would mess with it, uh-huh. and then the blind, the the room would be closed, but the window blinds would start shaking and rattling. Okay. And I was like, see, this is why, this is why we don't. I don't do that. outside of my mom beating my ass (laughs) no none of that I'm
1: good (laughs) (laughs) alrighty well that's the end of episode one wow yeah so we
0: got history
1: (laughs) rich rich history yeah history origin story origin story some facts (laughs) some facts (laughs) and just
0: a few myths cause a little hint we might be covering some more later yeah so just enough to scrape off the top there Anyway, mm-hmm. well, this is going to be a two-parter. Yeah, yeah? Yes, it is going to be a two-parter. Um, all right. Well, because we love to give you guys backstories and present stories, mm-hmm. part two of this episode will be present stories <laughs> and uh, <laughs> cultural impact, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a final question for you this week. I was actually looking for some right now. <laughs> oh, just kidding. We have a final question for you this we week.
1: We do have a final question. Which classic horror film stars a serial killer dressed as William Shatner? Mm. You should know this. All of you should know this. <laughs> I'm making it very easy for you guys this time. Yeah. yeah so for this month, it's going to be horror movie trivia. That's is the final question.
0: All the way. Yep. All the way.
1: So, again, thank you guys for listening and joining us. We hope you like the extra content for the week. And if you want to see anything or read more into it, all the articles are going to be linked through our website in the description. And follow us on our TikTok and Instagram and, and Facebook. Facebook. All of it's under at Talks And, Sips. and for our personal ones, mine is at Ceci.AndCecel.
0: I am at JFox with two X's and two underscores. Yep. And uh, before we go, per usual, per ritual, <laughs> what you sipping? And uh, for those that aren't watching, what are you sipping out of? Well, I have this black mug with dancing
1: skeletons on it. They're just all having a good time, you know? I was, when, I, when I saw this and when I was reading the origins, I was like, this is probably what the people around the campfire were doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm drinking none other than a pumpkin spice latte. It's
0: PSL. <laughs> oh, I did it again. Sorry, microphone. It's PSL. PSL season. Yes. What What are you drinking? I am also having a PSL. <laughs> I out of my very cool uh, tumbler here with bats and pumpkins. <laughs> wow. Okay, it's gonna be a rough season. Um, I'm having a pumpkin spice latte with soy milk, and it's quite. Wonderful. And it's yeah. iced and it's cold.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this was such a sweet score for Marshalls for $10. Mm-hmm. It made us holla. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for joining us on our first ever episode of Toxic, Toxic Tips. tips. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <And> bye. <laughs>